0: Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the
1: Colgate Shave Cream Man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll looking, You'll get a shave that's
2: smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate Brushless fan. The 448th edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel.
0: Our guest tonight is the famous movie star, Tony Martin. But before we present Tony Martin in person, here is Real One. Men take warning. The sensational money saving offer on Colgate shave cream and the Ever Sharp Chic injector razor is almost sold out. Get this perfect shaving combination now before they're gone. Imagine, only 89 cents buys these 3 great shaving aids. One, a genuine new model Ever Sharp Chic injector razor, retail value alone $1. Two, an injector with 10 blades and three, a large size tube of Colgate shave cream, either Colgate brushless or Colgate lather. It's the
2: greatest buy in years. Right. For only 89 cents, you get a brand new latest style Eversharp Schick injector razor. The world's only razor that changes blades automatically. Its retail value alone is $1. Besides, you get a genuine new injector with 10 super keen Eversharp Schick blades. Retail value, 49 cents. And thirdly, there's that big, large-sized tube of wonderful Colgate Shave Cream. Take your choice, either Colgate Brushless or Colgate Lather Shave Cream. There's never been a better shaving combination for only 89 cents.
0: Remember, because Colgate Brushless or Colgate Lather Shave Cream both are light and finer textured, they completely surround, soften, and support each bristle. Better than heavy creams. Your razor doesn't skid or slip, but cuts through clean and smooth. In fact, Using that Eversharp Schick Injector Razor, you get the fastest, safest, easiest, most convenient shave that you've ever known. But you've got to get this combination fast. Supplies are dwindling and they cannot be replaced. So buy it or order it by phone tonight or tomorrow at the latest. Get your Colgate Shave Cream and Eversharp Schick Razor with injector and ten blades and get them all for only 89 cents. Real 2, Portrait of a Man Named Morris. Did you ever hear of Al Morris? Chances are you didn't. Yet his incredible story began one Christmas day
2: when a doctor said, Congratulations, Mrs. Morris. You've just given birth to a bouncing baby boy.
0: So, on a Christmas day, a baby boy was born to Mr. and Mrs. Alvin Morris. And because he was their son, They named him Alvin Morris, Jr. (coughs) Young Alvin Morris grew up in California. And at the age of 12, he took a job in San Francisco selling newspapers. He worked as a newsboy for several weeks, until one day an older San Francisco newspaper reporter took him aside and told him,
2: Listen, kid, tomorrow afternoon employees of this paper are going to take part in a baseball game. And the person who scores the most runs gets a brand new clarinet. A brand new clarinet and free music lessons, too. Why don't you try and win them?
0: Alvin Morris did enter that baseball game, and he did win that clarinet. At first, he couldn't play at all. But gradually, gradually he became better and better, until finally he could really play it very well. In fact, he could play it so well that by the time he was 16 years old, Alvin Morris had organized his first orchestra. one day when his orchestra was playing for a dance, a fresh young kid came up to the bandstand and said,
1: Listen, Morris, I don't like what you're playing. And if you don't like me telling you, let's see you do something about it.
2: Okay, I will do something about it. Put up your dukes, chum. You're going to get a poke right in the kisser. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: that fist fight cost Alvin Morris his job. However, it wasn't until later that night that Alvin Morris found
2: out who he'd been fighting. Hey, Al, you know who that guy was you were trading punches with tonight? No wonder he was good. His name is Bonnie Ross.
0: Al Morris was so upset that anyone should dislike his dance music that he decided to become a concert musician. So, so he gave up his jazz orchestra and he began to study serious music. He took up the organ... He practiced daily on the organ, until finally at the end of two years, he was ready to give his first concert. He selected Aeolian Hall in New York, Aeolian Hall famous for its fine music, and on the night of the concert, the house was packed. The lights went down, and Al Morris began to play. Al Morris must have played classical music for about 15 minutes, when suddenly... Suddenly, he began to play the organ as it had never been played in Aeolian Hall. Music critics were horrified. They said, This is a disgrace. This is not the place for that type of music. He doesn't belong in a concert hall. From that day on, Al Morris knew that he could never, never be a concert musician. And so, he drifted back into the band business. One night, when Al Morris and his band were playing in a Chicago nightclub, appearing on the same bill was a lovely young girl. A young girl who took Al Morris aside and told him...
2: Listen, Al, I've heard you singing around your dressing room. Why don't you give up this band business and try singing? Boy, you've got a great singing voice.
0: The girl who told that to Alvin Morris was the famous singer, Frances Langford. Alvin Morris did take Francis Langford's advice. He did give up the band business and he did become a singer. Soon he was out in Hollywood where you saw him in such pictures as Sally, Irene, and Mary, Ziegfeld Girl, Music in My Heart. And that's the story of Alvin Morris, a great star today. Yeah. Alvin Morris is a great star today. That is, he is under his stage name of Tony Martin. <laughs> Now, in order that you may hear Tony Martin in person, we switch you from New York to Chicago, where the next voice you hear will be Tony Martin speaking from his dressing room backstage at the Oriental
1: Theater. Good evening, everyone. This is Tony Martin speaking from backstage in Chicago at the Oriental Theater, where I'm appearing with my new picture, Cosba. In Cosbaugh, I sing a little, which reminds me I might never have gotten started in music, but for that baseball game played years ago when I was selling newspapers in San Francisco. Remember when Bill Stern started my story tonight? He said that when I was working on a San Francisco newspaper as a newsboy, one of the oldest San Francisco reporters advised me to get into a baseball game that was being run by the newspaper. A baseball game in which the person who scored the most runs would win a clarinet and free music lessons. Well, as Bill said, thanks to that newspaper man's advice, I did get into that baseball game and I did win that clarinet. But Bill didn't tell you who that newspaper man was who got me started. He was... Believe it or not, Bob Ripley. This is Tony Martin backstage at the Oriental Theater in Chicago, returning you to Bill Stern in New York. Thanks so much. Good luck and good night, Tony
0: Martin. And that finishes our profile of a baseball game that began a great musical career. Or should I say, that finishes the story of Tony Martin, who was born on a Christmas day, and who might never have been a star but for Bob Ripley, who, believe it or not, Was also born on another Christmas day. Real three. I'll be back with another incredibly strange sports story in just a moment. First, here is Arthur Gary.
2: Tonight or tomorrow, get in on the terrific money saving offer on Colgate Shave Cream and the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor. Remember, only 89 cents buys you one, a genuine Eversharp Schick Injector Razor, world's only razor with the automatic blade changer whose retail value alone is one dollar. Two, an injector with 10 super keen Eversharp Schick Blades. Retail value, 49 cents. Three, a large-sized tube of light, finer-textured Colgate Shave Cream. Either Colgate Brushless or Colgate Lather. The limited supplies on this offer are selling out fast. So get yours now. Ask for the special combination package of Colgate Shave Cream and the Eversharp Schick Injector Razor with injector and 10 blades. Only 89 cents at any shaving supplies counter. And now... Back to Bill Stern, reel four, portrait of the Kentucky Derby. Tomorrow afternoon, the famous
0: Kentucky Derby will be run. And yet, you know, I can never think of the Kentucky Derby without thinking of another horse race that was once run years ago also in Kentucky. But to tell the story, I must begin with the story of a man named Vincent Cerrone. Vincent Cerrone, who was one of the crookedest gamblers who ever lived. Back in 1869... Vincent Cerrone owned a racehorse named Blackspur. Blackspur was a good racehorse, but because Vincent Cerrone was such a crooked gambler, his horse was soon barred from all the tracks. That didn't stop Vincent Cerrone. He merely had his horse painted a different color, and he proceeded to enter him in the big race of the day. However, just before that big race was to be run, as the horses were parading to the post, it began to rain and as the rain came pouring down, the paint began to run off the horse's back. At once the judges discovered that the painted horse was Blackspoor, owned by Vincent Cerrone. Immediately they ordered policemen to go to his box and to arrest him.
1: You Vincent Cerrone? I am.
2: What can I do for you gentlemen? I suppose you didn't know that your horse was painted. You're under arrest. Oh, no,
1: I'm not. You got to get me first. You won't dare shoot in this crowd because you might hit somebody else. You just try and arrest him. Stop. Me. Hold that man. Stop or I'll shoot up in the name of the law. All right, you ask for it.
0: Vincent Cerrone fell dead, shot through the heart. And after he was dead, no one claimed his body. They didn't even claim his body when it was revealed that on his body was $161,000. Since nobody did claim this money, the state of Kentucky decided to use it to build a new hospital. And in that hospital, they placed a plaque. A plaque that read, We're sorry you were ill. We're glad you're well. For making people well is all we have to sell. You owe us nothing. There is no debt. We only ask on racing. You never bet. For this hospital was built on money found on a gambler's body left lying on the ground. But were he alive, we're sure he'd say... Betting on horses doesn't pay. That's the story of how a famous hospital came to be built. Into that hospital one day came a youngster. This youngster was sick. He needed an operation, for he had swallowed a penny. And after they removed that penny from his stomach, the youngster got well. And he grew up to be the famous Colonel Bradley, a professional gambler who operated the most famous gambling establishments in the United States. Yet Colonel Bradley never forgot that hospital, and he never forgot the penny that they'd taken out of his stomach. For he came to believe that that penny was his lucky penny. And this penny did bring him fantastic luck. For once he had that penny mounted in the shoe of one of his racehorses, a horse named Broker's Tip. And that horse Broker's Tip, that had never won a single race in its life, with that lucky penny in its shoe, went on to win the Kentucky Derby. Another time, Colonel Bradley flipped this lucky penny with Mr. E.T. Stoatsbury of Philadelphia. And when he did flip it, he won one million dollars. <laughs> After that, Colonel Bradley was convinced that that lucky penny was the luckiest penny in the whole world. And whoever had that lucky penny would also have good luck. And so one day, he sent his lucky penny to the President of the United States, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. The day that Colonel Bradley's lucky penny arrived on President Roosevelt's desk was the very day that President Roosevelt died. But that is still not quite the end of the story. For that lucky penny of Colonel Bradley's was a very curious coin. It had been made especially to celebrate the 50th anniversary of this country. And that coin was dated July the 4th, 1826. Strange, strange that Colonel Bradley's lucky penny that brought him victory in three Kentucky Derbies should have July the 4th, 1826 on it. For that was the date of the birth of Stephen Foster, who wrote My Old Kentucky Home, which is played before each Kentucky Derby. strange story that's the 30 mark for tonight next friday night we'll be back same time same stations when our guest will be the lovely singing star miss jane Froman. and see you then until then i'll be seeing you on the screen in the news of the day newsreel at your favorite lows or associated theaters now until next friday night very same time bill stern wishing you all a good good night
1: bill stern the corgi shape man is on his way bill stern the corgi shape man had lots to say he told the tell the sports heroes the inside don't be really no so listen in next friday night C-O-L-G-A-T-E
2: Tony Martin appeared on this program tonight courtesy of the Oriental Theater in Chicago and he may be seen in the latest starring picture Universal International's Cosba opening in New York tomorrow. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York and Chicago. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.